0: Hello everyone, my name is miss to Dorinda williams the author of Be Strong, Stay Strong, and Escape from Hate Land. My most recent publication is a series entitled Contemplating a Sip of Satan's Sweet Tea. All of them have the same title but different subheaders. And I want to give a shout out to Audible, iTunes, and Amazon, which are the avenues that not only have all of my publications available for sale, but as well as the audiobooks for When I Was a Child, Famous Kings, Rulers, and Prophets of the Bible, In the Land of the Philistines, and last but not least, Contemplating a Sip of Satan's Sweet Tea, Volume 1 well now that we got the pleasantries out of the way today's keep it simple series episode is entitled sad and the subtitle is when we are determined to do things our way and the reason today's keep it simple series episode is entitled sad because we we are determined to do things our way is i have not As long as I've been on this planet, haven't been on the planet long but long enough to see that the things that some people are adamant to have their way outside of God's way and God's will, it eventually just comes to ruin and they end up not being happy because they're trying to build a stick figure house with no tape, no glue, no mortar no rope, and it only, it's only gonna stand for so long until the slightest thing comes, and it ends up collapsing. The best example I can give is I'm completing my fourth co-authored project with my dad. And I am so glad I encouraged him to write a book. Well, it's basically part two of my life at the zoo, what my dad was hesitant to share. And although he shared a lot of different things that happened at the zoo, he took it upon himself towards the end of the chapter to share his life. What happened to him when he was drafted into the army from the zoo and then when he went back. And I was completely stunned, stunned with the things that my dad opted to share and I can see why he ended up in the situations that he was in. The first question I had for my dad was how old was he when he lost his virginity and you know if he was in love with the person and he basically shared with me that He had graduated from high school and he was getting ready to go to college and one of his uncles found out he was still a virgin and set my dad up with a prostitute. So my my dad's very first time of intimacy wasn't even with someone he knew or dated or was in love with, but it was actually with a prostitute that was his introduction into intimacy and it just caused a domino effect of despair in his life from that point up to almost up to this day where he did not learn how to communicate and find out what was on the woman's mind or how she felt or what she was going through. And it didn't help that he was, he was and still is a soft-spoken man who really doesn't say much and doesn't have friends. And so it gives the appearance of, it gives the appearance that he has checked out and don't care and don't love a person when he was never encouraged to share because he didn't have to, because his first encounter with intimacy was a no name, no face, no, don't know anything about the person. And that continued to be how he went about life. Although, you know, he asked my mother to marry him when he eventually met her, but interacting and talking, he was just there. He was a provider, he was a source, he was a body, but as far as, you know, talking, sharing, opening up, he didn't do any of that unless someone spoke to him and opened up to him. So why would I label this particular episode sad when we do things our way? It's because from what my dad shared, he wanted to get married so bad, he was engaged three times and By the time the fourth person came around, he was just so adamant about getting married to my mother and he only knew her a weekend. They went ahead and got married. And I mean, it just has been drama. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But he happened to marry a woman he did not know who and she happened to be blessed with marrying a mild-mannered man, but she on the other hand was not complete opposite in personality and in temperament and the type that the slightest thing would just set her off and upset her and she still appears to be that way even till this day where she just doesn't let up the slightest thing I don't care what it is so it could be a leaf that blows over onto the yard it could be a missing flower it doesn't matter but at the same time I had to zero in on he was adamant to have his way he was adamant that he wanted a wife no matter what and now he has one so I know there are some things that we want in life, I know we want that home, I know we want that career, I know we want that relationship and those children or what have you. I totally get it, but if it becomes something to the extent that it is an obsession, where you're just not going to be happy until you get that million-dollar listing home, or you're not going to be happy until you get promoted, or you're not going to be happy until you get married and have that baby or what have you. You're putting your happiness on hold because there's always going to be something else. How many of us as a child said, Mommy, as soon as I get this toy, I'm not going to ask for nothing else. Liar! We lied! Of course it was going to be something else that we wanted because that's just the nature of people. We're going to always want the, better, the bigger, better, grander when the Word of God, for those who are Bible believers, encourages us to be be content with such things as you have be comfortable learn to enjoy what you have where you're at because this moment is not going to come back so enjoy the moment it when you enjoy the moment it's less stressful it's super peaceful it can totally be relaxing and even the bible says in matthew chapter 6 i believe it's verse 33 be careful, oops, nope, that's Philippians, where it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things, all of these things will be added to you. And then it said, don't even think about tomorrow. Don't give a thought to tomorrow. It has its own concerns for itself. Don't even think about tomorrow, live for the moment. Yes, you're supposed to plan, but when it comes to superficial things, enjoy the moment this day this exact time this exact hour will never come back again when this hour comes back it'll be a whole new day enjoy the moment don't end up being someone who's 80 and living in regret because they look at all of those years that they spent trying to get something and gain something in their own strength. The Word of God says for the Bible believer to come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. I will give you release. I will give you comfort. I care for you. Does that sound like someone who wants us to gather things and sorrow and getting in the rat race, trying to climb the corporate ladder. The Word of God says that promotion comes from the Lord. The Word of God says that he who finds a wife finds a good and obtains favor of the Lord. Even the Word of God says that children are an inheritance from the Lord. So if those are the things you actually desire from God, his his word says that they're from him so don't you think he'll give them to you once, once he sees that you are ripe for the picking as far as at a season where you can truly appreciate what he has for you rather than him pick what he blesses you with to death because you weren't ready Mentally, emotionally, socially, psychologically, financially, physically. There's a reason why. So, homework assignment. Look at everything that you are just trying to do on your own without his assistance. Take a deep breath. And you may have to do some inventory to find out, Lord, is this what you wanted me to do in the first place? Write it down get direction from him regarding the next step I guarantee you he is not the ultimate hater he's not going to try to set you up to fail he is going to do his best to ensure that you do well and he has he has already done his best to ensure you do well you just have to trust him for those who are not Bible believers I'm trusting that you will eventually yield your life to Christ because I'm telling you there's nothing like serving Him. Yeah, sometimes things may get a little difficult but in the end you can't help but win. Guaranteed. You just got to trust them. You can't look to people. You can't look to pastors or you can't even look to your peers or the person who may have introduced you to Christ because they're fallible. They were a vehicle. Just like you may have a really nice vehicle, but then after a few years, there's only so many times you can repair it, and then you need another vehicle. So, that person who may have introduced you to Christ, they may get a little shaky in their walk, and you can't turn around and be like, oh my gosh, but I thought. Nope, they were just a vehicle, and there are other vehicles. Okay? So that is it for my Keep It Simple series episode for the week. If you would like to know more about me, you can definitely check out my Facebook author page, Be Strong, Stay Strong, as well as my my webpage, which is lalitawilliams.com. And I have pages for God-Giving University Publishing, LLC, which is GGU llc.wordpress.com as well as Instagram and Facebook well until I report again cast all of your cares upon Jesus Christ because he cares for you and stay prayerful; it changes things for real